Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Cosmos Country. On this week's episode, I will review Cosmos B victory over Brooklyn Italians on penalties in the National Premier Soccer League. Later in the show, I will discuss an article on the future of Detroit City FC, which includes the future of the North American Soccer League. So let's kick off the show by reviewing Cosmos B victory over Brooklyn Italians on penalties in the National Premier Soccer League. The first goal came in the 68th minute from James Thurstino of the Brooklyn Italians. He fired a shot past Cosmos B goalkeeper Tenyo to put Brooklyn Italians up 1-0. Bartley scores off of a rebound to tie the game up at 1-1. Rafa Garcia of Cosmos B was shown a red card in the second half. Cosmos B would have to play the remainder of the match a man down. The referee blew the full-time whistle at 1-1. We had to go to extra time because, as we all know, it was a playoff match. There needed to be a winner at the end of the night. So we went into extra time, two 15-minute halves. There were some opportunities back and forth, but we didn't have a goal. So we had to go to penalty shots, and Cosmos B won the match on penalties. What's great about the Cosmos is that they never give up. They fight until the end. They fight until the final whistle. When the Cosmos were playing in the North American Soccer League, there were some memorable comebacks, such as the Cosmos coming back from three goals to beat the Tampa Bay Rowdies 4-3. And we all know about that match. Marco Senna scoring that uh, amazing free kick. Uh, And those memories last a lifetime. They last forever. It doesn't matter what team we support. If you like the Cosmos, if you follow a team abroad, you will have um, matches, some goals that you will never, ever forget. The Cosmos would always leave it late. They got the nickname Cardiac Cosmos. That's the beauty of the Cosmos. Regardless of who was the coach or who was wearing the green and white, they live up to that nickname. New York Cosmos B will face... FC Frederick from the Mid-Atlantic Conference on Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time at Hofstra Soccer Stadium in the National Premier Soccer League Northeast Region Semifinals. And I'd like to congratulate Cosmos B on winning um, silverware this past weekend. They earned uh, the North Atlantic Conference title, and uh, hopefully we can advance against FC Frederick this Wednesday uh, at Hofstra Soccer Stadium. So if you will attend the match on Long Island, 
those tickets will be at $10 at the gate. Uh, so my prediction is a Cosmos B 2-1 victory against FC Frederick. So send in your thoughts on the match on Facebook and on Twitter at First Team Pod. Who owns a certain percentage and has a certain net worth. That's the problem in U.S. soccer. On July 13th, the Detroit News released an article on the future of Detroit City FC of the MPSL. Sean Mann, one of the owners of Detroit City FC, was bracing for the next step of the club, going pro and joining the North American Soccer League. On September 1st, he got a call with some bad news. The U.S. Soccer Federation's board of directors had blindsided NASL leadership with the decision to revoke their status as a second division league. And on that day and uh, throughout that time period, we were covering that. And that was big news, and it's still big news at the moment. Here is a quote from Sean Mann. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves in a fight between billionaires. And that's what it is. It's a fight between billionaires. It's a fight for what's right for independent soccer. And I really hope that the NASL will win eventually. Uh, But like we talked about last week with Mickey Turner, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be as quick as we would have hoped, but it's definitely going to take a couple years, which is the sad part uh, in all of this because each club has their own mission. So the Detroit City FC, they just want to become a professional team. They just want to stay relevant in their market because they will be competing eventually with a Detroit MLS team. And I wouldn't want to see that, but that's what Don Garber is doing. He seems to see these great soccer cities and put a MLS team in that city. For example, Atlanta. There was the Atlanta Silverbacks. He put... Atlanta United FC, and you can say, well, they're drawing more people. They excited the city more than maybe the Silverbacks did. But the Silverbacks were more grassroots, were more what soccer really is, more um, families coming out at a reasonable price, getting to see the players, maybe getting to meet the players, getting autographed. You can't do that when there's 70,000, 80,000 people Uh, filling up the stadium in Atlanta, in downtown Atlanta. That's what MLS wants, downtown stadiums. And they're not going to get that. One day, Detroit City FC, my team, Mom and Generals, can one day work their way up regardless of how much money we have in the bank or or regardless of who owns a certain percentage of our club. It's not based on the PLS. It's based on uh, what each club wants to do because each club is their own business. Instead of turning pro, the owners of Detroit City FC had to play another season in the National Premier Soccer League. MPSL is not a bad league. We have the Cosmos B in the MPSL, and they have been in it for the past couple of years. But the reality is is that Detroit City FC, and most likely there are other teams like Detroit City, who have outgrown the MPSL on and off the pitch. So as fans, we only look at on the field. We only look at who's the best players, uh, are they going to win the championship, and etc. But when you host a podcast or when you're interviewing people, you have to look at the whole picture. And when you look at the whole picture of Detroit City FC, they have an operating budget, I believe, of $1.3 million. That's a semi-pro team. 
that is one of the biggest teams in the league. So at the moment, they're acting like a professional team having a massive budget, but not all the other teams in the league have that type of budget. So they're sort of um, bigger than their competitors. And that probably shows on the field. I don't watch Detroit City FC every day, but it seems like they attract uh, good players at the MPSL level. And, and they attract international teams to play international friendlies. But that's just something that they have to do to have more dates to fill up their stadium and to make a profit in the professional league. They wouldn't have to do that. They would have more than enough dates to host home matches and playoff matches if they qualify for the playoff in whatever league they play in. And if they want, they can play those international friendlies because as we know as Cosmo supporters, those international friendlies put you on the map. They grow your brand across the country and maybe across the world. For example, Detroit City FC played a Mexican team. I enjoy Liga Emeki. They played Venezia from Serie B. That's the Italian second division. I think that was last season. So they're playing... Not the top teams, because you're never going to be able to attract the Arsenals or the Tottenham Hotspurs or the Chelsea's of the world, but they are attracting teams sort of at their level or maybe a bit higher than them. But that just goes to show you how much hard work they did over the past couple of years to build their brand to the level that they can host those teams and they can fill up their stadium to the point where uh, they want to go pro or they have to go pro because they've outgrown their league. Another quote from Sean, it was frustrating why there are so many obstacles. We just want to play at a higher level. We want to naturally grow and U.S. soccer doesn't allow that. And I talked about that earlier. Promotion and relegation is what we need in this country eventually. But it's just a question of how and when. How will we implement it or will we ever implement it? We need a system where you can get promoted based on sporting merit and not how much money you have in the bank. Detroit City FC have outgrown the NPSL on and off the field. Here's a quote from Sean, the owner of Detroit City FC. Conversations are taking place every day now. There's certainly interest to pick up where the NASL left off, but I can't put any timeline on it. The goal is to have that in place by 2019, but all I can say is we're working daily to play a longer season next year. There has always been rumors that the NPSL would like to have some of their clubs play a longer season within the NPSL. So the NPSL would like to start a another league, if you will, or another division where the clubs that have outgrown that summer league will play a longer season within their um, divisions. But that defeats the purpose because these clubs have outgrown the NPSL. And if the NPSL would like to start, not a professional league, I don't think, some sort of semi-pro longer season league where I guess you would pay your players, but that's not what they want. They want to be in a professional league where there's more matches, where maybe there's more media coverage, where there's some sort of proven track record in the league. The NPSL is proven within the semi-pro level but not at the professional ranks. Clubs join the national semi-pro level to grow to a certain point in their own market, but want to move up, but can't. Will a longer season in the NPSL 
serve as a holding spot until the current soccer landscape changes. Mickey Turner was a guest on last week's show, and in the NASL's court documents, they warned that the 2019 and 2020 seasons are in danger of being canceled. What's the future of the NASL sides, such as New York Cosmos, Jacksonville Armada, and Miami FC? There has to be a point where all these owners get together and make a decision. In the United States, we have hundreds of clubs throughout the U.S. soccer pyramid from the pro, semi-pro, and amateur ranks that are fed up with U.S. soccer. The main example is Rocco Camiso's $500 million offer to U.S. soccer for a revamped North American Soccer League. U.S. soccer rejected that offer, and it's currently off the table. When will these owners move on and put all their resources behind a new league that would not be sanctioned by U.S. soccer? I know some of the NSL owners want to play in the professional league sanctioned by the United States Soccer Federation, but at the moment, they don't care for the game. John Paul Moda, president of the United States Adult Soccer Association, is the only board member who cares for the game in this country. He was the only board member who voted for the North American Soccer League to retain their D2 sanctioning. The USASA is the only soccer organization in the United States that wants its members' input and it's accepted, unlike the United States Soccer Federation. It seems like every time a stakeholder contacts U.S. soccer, they always seem to brush off the problem or concern. The only way independent owners can all come together is in a pro league sanctioned by the United States Adult Soccer Association. Imagine Rocco Camiso's $500 million investment in a revamped league in the United States Adult Soccer Association. Let that sink in. Imagine Rocco Camiso's $500 million in a league that's not sanctioned by the United States Soccer Federation. They have no input on the league. The league will be free from U.S. soccer's professional league standards, such as the owner's net worth. This is the only way independent soccer can be successful with the current landscape. A pro league in the United States Adult Soccer Association will be successful if some of these owners can come together and start that. Because John Paul Moda would want that in his organization. He would want to sanction a league like that because at the moment, where do you go? Where do all these teams go? They don't go anywhere. They stay where they are. The Cosmos are currently playing in the NPSL. But if this court case goes on for two more years, like I said earlier, the NASL warned the court 2019 and 2020 seasons could be canceled. That's two seasons. That's two more years. There needs to be an alternative. And that's what this episode is about. It's about talking about that alternative and bringing up a team that's not the New York Cosmos. It's Detroit City FC, a team that has outgrown their league. But where do they go? Where do they go? And there's other like-minded clubs as well. New York Cosmos at the moment. Where do we go? We're a member of the NASL but we're currently suing the United States Soccer Federation. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be suing them. We should be. But what's the alternative? What do we do 
over this next couple of years to stay relevant in the New York market? Let me pose a question to New York Cosmos fans across the country and across the world. Do we stay in the MPSL? Do we stay in the MPSL throughout the time of um, the lawsuits? Or do we move our first team to a independent league with independent clubs that is outside uh, the jurisdiction, if you will, from United States Soccer Federation? I think this is an interesting topic, and it doesn't end here. That's the most important part. It doesn't end on this episode. This conversation is going to go on forever, like the lawsuits. They will go on for the next couple of years. Hopefully, um, we do get that expedited trial date. I hope we do because I would love to see the boys in green on the field in a professional league as soon as possible. And I would love to see those teams as well, like Detroit City FC and other teams from the MPSL take the step up to a professional league and see what they're all about. Because off the pitch, their branding, um, their supporters are great. And maybe we will have to get a Detroit City FC supporter on the show or someone from one of these clubs and get their take on this. But this is just my opinion, and I would like to see what you have to say on this topic. So thanks for tuning into this week's show. I really appreciate it. Follow First Team Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook at First Team Pod. Check out our website, firstteampod.com. Want to voice your opinion on what has been discussed on this week's episode of First Team Podcast feel free to email the show at firstteampod. That is firstteampod at gmail.com. I would like to wish New York Cosmos B best of luck in tomorrow's match against FC Frederick from the Mid-Atlantic Conference. They will be playing in the NPSL Northeast Region semifinals. Hopefully we can get a victory tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time at Hofstra Soccer Stadium. If you can make it out, at the gate. If you can't, you can watch it on the live stream courtesy of the New York Cosmos. So, as always, let's go New York Cosmos. Let's beat FC Frederick tomorrow. And let's move on to the next round of the NPSL playoffs. As always, let's go New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. Borough boys up in the Del Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, uh, yeah, it's New York street and white. What we believe you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is the rap from Tia Tax, Hash and Bliss. Reacts, tap we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, holding back the stand through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fancy crew. Down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you with bad views. Like Without the cues allowed to you without the dudes. I'm my crews, I'm checking that's no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's the most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it. The work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it because I can tell you that I'm far from done.